Welcome everyone to the Ohav Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Gimel. We'll begin on Daf Chaf Bet Amud Bet at the bottom of the page. Tanu Rabanan. It's two lines before the bottom of the page of Chaf Bet Amud Bet, page forty-four on top. It says Chaf Idach Idach. Top says forty-four. It says Chaf Bet Amud Bet. Two lines from the bottom. Today's Daf is sponsored as the Zechut for our anonymous sponsor in the Zechut of his wife and his babe his baby boy and his daughter, they should have success in all they do. I would like to invite anyone who's listening, Bezat Hashem, to an engagement party, Baruch Hashem, again, Mabruk, my son, Avraham Allen, just got engaged, and Bezat Hashem, the engagement party will be tomorrow uh, night, Wednesday night, in Yad Yosef on Avenue J. I'd love to see all the people there, if we can, it will be, give me a lot of pleasure if you can make it. The lucky girl is Amy Franco, Parents are Elliot and Michelle Franco. They live right here on East Eighth Street. Okay, welcome everyone. Tanu Rabbanan, two lines on the bottom. The pasuk says, "I will give its rain in its time." This is a pasuk that we all know. I will give you rain in its time. It's part of the beracha in Bechukotai. Now, beitam sounds like it's a plural. So we're learning bi'itam means that Hashem gives many rains. When Hashem spreads out the rains, so that's a positive thing. But if He sends all the rain for the year, all the rain for the year in one shot, it'll flood the place. Okay? So we're telling you from this, lo shikuda, Hashem can't give it to you drunk, meaning over, over rain, velo tzuma, not so thirsty. Elboni, it's got to be medium. Shekolzman, shagrimirubim, if there's too much rain, it makes the earth muddy, and the fruit doesn't come out as well. Davar a different shot of bi'itam in its times. The best that it's not talking according to the second shot. It's not talking about how much rain comes, but it's talking about how how at what times the rain come. There's certain times that are very good times for rains, and if it rains in those times, then the fruits come out good. And what are they? Talking about. Wednesday night, thank you, I'll take a little more, appreciate it. And Friday night, those are the best nights for rain. For the fruit, that's the best night for rain. It's also good for people. Rashi explains that in the olden days, there was a, there was a shindalid, which, was like, which would attack people. And it would go out on, Tuesday, on Wednesday night, so people would stay home, and therefore it was a good time for the rain to come, because it doesn't get in people's way, because people are anyway not out. They're, not, they're trying to avoid being out in a dangerous time. Also, Friday night, people generally stay home. And, uh, you know, you, you finish eating, you stay home. It's a hot night that not to go out. You can't go out because Shabbat reasons. And therefore, those are good nights to come. Sheken Matsinu, because we find Shimon ben Shetach, in the days of Shimon ben Shetach, we're now at the top of Chavkim al-Balf. Gishamim, that the rain came down on Wednesday and Friday, and Friday nights. Till the wheat kernels looked like kidneys. Very big. That's, it, it was very, very, a lot of beracha. Okay? And the se'onim and the barley, kigani zatim, was like olive pits. Usually barley is tiny. Here the barley is triple the size. Right? The adashim and the lentils, like, like a dinar coin. That's how big the lentils were. Right? Right? And because of that, they put away some of them as an example for the generations. To see, to show you what sin causes. Why? 
שנאמר, עוונתכם חייתו אלה, וחייתכם מנו הטוב מכם. Sins turns away the, bl- the blessing of rain, which means like this, that because of our sins, that's why our weak kernels are so small. But in the days of Shimon ben Shetach, when the Jews are doing the right thing, look how big, look, the rain came at the right times, and look how big it came. And they saved the children's generation. Now, it's interesting that they saved it to the children's generations, because, you know, Israel, Israel. 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 during the second Beit HaMikdash. It's interesting that they saved it, because how did they know that the next generation is not going to be Siddiquim like them? Right? When everyone's learning Torah, right? People start learning Torah. Now, Baruch Hashem, 20 years ago, nobody was learning so much Torah. Right? Now you look around, but you think we're going to start now telling you, okay, you know, save, save, save the wheat. We want to show the next generation that it's not going to be good. Maybe they're going to be good also like us. How did Shimon ben Shetach's generation know that there's going to be a problem later on? We're going to save it to show them that when your, your wheat is small, look what it happens. Uh, interesting question that was bothering me this morning when I was preparing. I just feel like, in a way, hear the question? If they're saving it for the next generation, how do they know that anything is going to happen? You know, unless you want to understand that it could be that they saw that the previous generation had small had sins and had small, and when they saw it get big, they said just in case. Mm-hmm. Yani they, you know, they, they if if they only saw big, they only saw big. But when they saw Shimon ben Shetach, the Gemara says that Shimon ben Shetach made a lot of different takanot to make the, to fix up the Klai Yisrael. We're going to see soon. He got upset at Choni Magal, a bunch of different things. So in his generation, I guess they saw a growth, and they were afraid in case they said let's save it, as opposed to not, not seeing it at all. Okay. We see in the time of Hurdus. Now, Hurdus was a bad man. He was the king of Kal Yisrael, but he rebuilt the second Beit HaMikdash. That was one good thing that he did. So it says, When they were doing the Beit HaMikdash, the rain would fall at night. Because this way it doesn't mess with their building. Right? And the next day, the Ruch would come, and the, and, the, and the clouds would go away. So the sun would come out. And the people would go work. Those days they couldn't really work much when it was raining. And therefore, even nowadays it's not so easy to work on building in the rain. Right? But in those days it was even harder probably. So, so Hashem would work it out to show them that he, he likes what they're doing at the building of Beth Mikdash. Hashem would make it rain so the people have crops, they rain, but the rain's at night. And during the day it's dry and then the sun's out. This way they, people could work well. And they saw that Hashem was happy with what they were doing. Says the Gemara. We, now, we had a quote from the Mishnah that Choni HaMagal had made the circle for the, for the rain to come. Remember that? And the, the, the rabbi made a circle. Choni HaMagal made a circle. He said, I'm not leaving till it rains and it rained. Remember that? Okay. So now we're going to have the Brighta with the details of the story. Very long Brighta. Beautiful story. Tanur Rabbanan, we learned in the Brighta. Pamachat, one time, Adar passed. Most of Adar passed and it didn't rain yet. Most of the rains didn't come. Now, Nisan already, there's no rain. So you only have a few weeks left for it to rain. Okay? So they sent a message to Choni Magal, to pray that rain should come. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see this part, but <coughs> he prayed and it didn't come. So Choni didn't just pray. He prayed and it didn't come. What did he do? He made a circle on the floor and he stood in it. I will stand at my post 
and I will set before a siege. I'll have a siege around myself. At the time, Chabakuk wanted an answer to his question, and he had made a circle. Your children are focusing on me. I'm like a Ben Bai in your house. I swear in your holy name. I'm not moving from here. Till you have mercy on your children. So it started drizzling. So the students told him, Rabbi, our Rabbi, we want to see you, we don't want to die. We think. The reason why Hashem is making it rain is to get you out of the circle. He doesn't want to help us. He just wants to get you out of the circle. So it's drizzling, but it's not going to help us anything. Right? Amar, so he told Hashem, I don't want this. I want a rain that fills up the, the pits. I don't want this drizzle. Right? It came down wild. Each drop was like the size of a, the mouth of a barrel. Each drop. Okay? That every drop had at least the size of a luke. That means that in each drop, it's 12 ounces. Like, like Every drop was like a soda can. Okay, imagine. 12 ounces of soda can, exactly. Okay, each drop is a soda can. Wild, you know, you know, no one, no one ever saw anything like that. Okay, what? No, it was destroying. It was, but there was no crops to destroy because oh. it was it wasn't raining, right? So they they, they said, Rebbe, we don't want to die. We want to see you not die." Hashem's trying to destroy the world. He's sending these these soda cans. It's going to destroy the world, right? I don't want that. I want happy. I want That's what I want. It came the right way. But then it didn't stop. Everyone had to go up to Harabait because it was raining. It was flooding. So they turned back to the Rebbe. They're not embarrassed. They said, okay, Rebbe. Now could you pray, for, could you pray that it stops? Because we... Right? So, right, what did you say? You can't, right? Can't pray, yeah. Why? Right, 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 right. Right. He told him, This is my acceptance. We can't pray for too much good. Still, bring me a part to confess on. They brought him a, a, a bull. He put his two hands on it. He said, said, said it in front of Hashem. They can't handle too much good and too much bad. When you got angry at them, they can't handle it. You gave them good, they can't stand up to that also. Please let it stop and let relief. So he did pray in the end that it should stop. Even though he said he can't. They brought him a bull, he did kavara. He he he, he Answered, he like apologized and he prayed for it to stop. Okay? The sun came out. Everyone out to the field. And he, they brought back already mushrooms and truffles, which are, uh, which came on their own. Okay?
שחם שמעון שטח, אין מה לך עוני אתה? כי זה נתן לך נידוי. So שמעון בן שטח sent a message to חוני, who was living in the same time, obviously, that I would have, would have, would have made a נידוי on you, I would have put you in חלם. שאילו שנים כשני אליהו, שמפחות גשמים בידו של אליהו, לא נמצא שם בכלל ידיך. אליהו הנביא had one time made a promise that is not going to be rained to teach the Jews a lesson. So he's telling him, you can't just go into a circle and decide Hashem has to send the rain. Because what if the rain stopped because of something like Eliyahu? And then you're going to make a shukil Hashem because uh, Eliyahu said it's not supposed to rain and you're making it rain. You can't just do it. Now, I, I guess that assumes that Shimon Merchetra is assuming that Choni doesn't know why it's not raining. I mean, I'm assuming if he's a big enough rabbi, he might know what's going on. But Shimon Jesus, I guess, knew that you might not know why it stopped raining. And therefore, you can make a mechul Hashem. Amma ha'asenecha, sh'ata metchatel v'nei ha'makom, v'osenecha atzonecha k'mo sh'mechatei ha'taviv. V'osenecha atzonecha, just like a kid who misbehaves, and the father still listens to him. Right? Your father should really give him a slap, and the, and the father listens to him. So you're like that. You're a kid who misbehaves, and Hashem listens to you anyway. Now, obviously, it has to be that Hashem loves, like Choni. Abba, the Omer he tells him, Abba, take me warm water, give me cold water, tend the egozim, give me nuts, give me almonds, peaches, and pomegranates. No, that's what he gives it to them. Beautiful. Tell him what I'm going to write here. After it happened, that was Shimon Ben Shetach's message. But he also had a message they got from they got from the Sanhedrin. So the message from the, from from the Shimon Ben Shetach was not positive. It was positive, negative with a little bit of positive. But they were going to have a different message he, he's going to get after the story from the Sanhedrin, which is the following. They said, There's a pasuk which is brought down in Iyov. It says the following. I'm going to translate it, and the, the Brites is going to explain it regarding Choni Amagal, who just did the thing. Okay? It says, Tigzor Omen, you make a decree, and light will shine in your ways. Tigzor Omen, you make a decree, you made a decree, Choni made a decree, and Hashem fulfilled it on top. Through you, through you, the light came. The generation that was dark because we didn't have rain, and you made it light by, with your tefillah. That's what they're referring to that pasuk. Now, the next we we'll go through the next pasukim also in the brayta. If they felt they felt low, they fell low, and you said they should be uplifted. That's what we said before, that the generation that was low, when, when, when they saw that Choni got answered, they felt holy. They felt like Hashem loves them. They got uplifted. V'sach enayim yoshi, and ones whose eyes go down, he will save. That's a generation that, that because of their sins, they went down, you saved them. Now they realize they can go to Hashem. That's uh, uh, generation gimelot inaki. You saved the one who's not clean. That's a door that was that was not clean. <coughs> you saved. They were saved with not the board. Board means clear. <coughs> with your clear hands, meaning your your clear deeds, you were able to, able to save them. Listen to the story at the end of Choni's life. 
אמר רבי יוחנן, כל ימיו של אותו צדיק היה מצטער במקרא הזה. The whole life of Choni, he was nervous about the following pasuk. This is an amazing story. It says, Shin ha-ma'alot b'shuv Adonai l'shivat ziyon heinu kachamim. When Hashem returns the people who left Yerushalayim, the Jews got exiled from Yerushalayim after the first Bet HaMikdash. They went to Bavel. And when they went to Bavel, Hashem says he's going to come back. They came back after 70 years. A story of Purim happened, and they came back a little after that. That's 70 years. Now the Pasuk says that when you come back, we're going to be like it was a dream. So that bothered Choni. What do you mean? A dream. 70 years is like a dream? 70 years is a long time. Now, there's another shot in the Pasuk. 70 years can feel like a dream because compared to the second Bet HaMikdash, right now we're, two, we're almost 2,000 years. Yeah, yeah. Right. 1950, we're, we're almost 2,000 years. 70 years is a dream. It's like a, it's like a nap compared to who knows what. But in Choni's mind, this is the simple way. Of course, we're talking about Tanaim. So, but in the simple way, Choni's look at it was, what do you mean, 70 years? No one sleeps for 70 years. How can we call it a dream? It looks like on the surface. Again, this is a simple way to explain the thing. It looks like Choni's troubled. What do you mean, 70 years? No one sleeps for 70 years. So Hashem says, oh, no one sleeps for 70 years? Let me teach you about sleeping for 70 years. People can sleep whenever they want. Okay? And watch what happens. Does anyone sleep for 70 years? One day he's going down the road. He sees a guy who's planting a charub tree. You know what a charub tree is? You know the story already? Okay. Yes. How long does it take for the charub tree to grow? 70 years? You think you'd live another 70 years? What are you planting it for? A guy, a middle-aged man, what's he doing? He's planting a tree. When I came into the world, there were charub trees. That means somebody planted them. For me. Right? Just like my father's planted me trees, I'm allowed to plant for my kids. Good. So he sat down and he ate. And he got drowsy, and he fell asleep. Now, um, it's interesting. I wonder if he made Bukat Mazon or not. Chori Magal, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Chori, this is Chori, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell asleep. Now, I wonder, it doesn't say if he made Bukat Mazon. I wonder if he, when he wakes up, he's going to say Bukat Mazon. Maybe the food got eaten. Right? <laughs> then, then uh, uh, he got a, 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 a rock went over him. He got hidden from sight. And he slept for 70 years. Okay? They thought that he died in the battle. There was a, there was a war during that time. They thought he died. Kikam, when he woke up, he saw a guy who was picking the fruit of the tree. You're the guy who planted it? I'm his grandson. I see that it must have stopped 70 years. Now, he saw, because probably because he, he had said that about, about the Pasuk, that he realized that Hashem must have did it to him. Okay. 
He saw that his chamor already gave birth to great grandchildren. Okay, he was driving on the chamor to get there. Right now, Azlebete he went to his house. Amalei told him, "Is Choni Magal's son alive?" Amalelo, bread later. His son's his son's later. He's not around. Barbara, his grandson's here. You want to meet his grandson? I'll show you his grandson. So he told the grandson, I'm a choni. They didn't believe him. He heard the rabbi saying, Oh, this is as, as uh, this Gemara is as clear as choni magal. When he went to Bet Midrash, he would answer every question. So he told him, He said, I'm Choni. They didn't believe him. They didn't give him the proper respect. They saw he's a rabbi, but they didn't give him the proper respect as if he's Choni Amagal. He felt bad. He prayed to Hashem that he should die. Amar says, The fact that he prayed that he should die, this is what people say, If I don't have friends, there's no point in living. Person being alive without being able to have people to talk to, it's not like it's not, it's not like life. How do we seek for the fact that Choni, even though he's alive, what is he praying for? Why do you pray that Hashem they should pass away? There's a guy called Abachilke, a famous rabbi. He was the grandson of Choni. Everyone needed rain. Everyone, the rabbis would send to him a, a request. Why don't he would pray for rain? The rain would come. Zim nechad. One time, it's nich alma the mitzvah. Everyone needed rain. Shadur rabbanan zuga the rabbanan gemei. Everyone sent him. Uh, they sent him a group, a, a pair of rabbis. Let me buy rachme the natri mitzvah to ask for rain. Azul lebetel v'lo ashkachir. They came to his house. He wasn't home. Azul bedaber. They went to the fields. Vashkin to have a kavim rafik. They found him that he was raking. Yavulu leshalma. They said hi to him. V'lo asma leapeh. He didn't even turn his face. Bepanya in the afternoon. He was gathering wood. He carried the the wood on one shoulder. and his coat on the other shoulder. The whole way he didn't wear shoes. When he got to the river, he put on the shoes. When he came to the thorns, he picked up his clothes and his legs. Mani is clothes. Glima is a coat. Mani is clothes. He picked up his, 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 he had thorns on the bottom. He picked up his, galamia, like. his yeah, his galamia. He picked up his galamia and he, his legs were showing and his legs got cut by the thorns. Okay? He came to the town. When he came to town, his wife came out to see him and she was all dressed up. When he came to his house, his wife came in first. Then he went in. Then the Rebbe came in. He sat down and he ate bread. He didn't invite the rabbis to join him. So he's doing a lot of strange things. Right? He let them in, but he's not, he's not inviting them. Fadalu. He didn't say Fadalu. Okay? I guess I don't speak Arabic. Right? He gave, when he gave bread to his kids, Lakashta Kshisha to the older one, Chada, he gave one. Zutra to the younger one, Trey gave two. Amal the Bitu, he told his wife, He told his wife, I know that the rabbis came 
to get, the rabbis came to get rain, right? Without them asking us, let's go up to the roof and we'll, we'll pray for rain. Okay? So, maybe I should listen to us. This way we don't have to take the credit. Without talking to the rabbis, they went up to the roof. He went to one corner and she went to the other corner. And the rain came from the side of his wife. When they came down, they asked the rabbis, Oh, what did you come for? Right? They said, Oh, the rabbi sent us to you to get the. <coughs> to get to pray for rain. Baruch Hashem, you didn't need me. Look, the rain came already. Baruch Hashem, you didn't need me. They told him that we know, we know that we know the rain came from you. Cut it out. Ella, Please tell us a couple of things, questions that we have. So this is stop, cut, cut that out. We know it's you, and we have some questions. So answer the questions. First of all. Why, when we said hi to you, didn't you turn your face to us? You, you ignored us. I get paid by the day. And if I'm paid by the day, if I turn my face to say hi to you, I'm stealing. Okay? That's holy. Okay? You have people playing uh, Brick Breaker. Right, people. You know, some people that you hire them for the day, and they're busy, uh, you know, cutting fruit on their phone instead of uh, working. Amalu, schir yom. He won't even say hi to people. He says, he says, I'm not, I'm not allowed to stop. Umay tamadala martivi achad kafev gimel achad kafev. Why did you put the wood on one shoulder and the <coughs> the coat on the other shoulder? You should have put the the coat. On, under the wood to protect your shoulder. I, I have permission to wear it. I don't have permission to put wood on it. And therefore, it would be wrong for me to put wood on someone else's thing. This is what brings holiness. You want to know what brings holiness? When you're careful with other people's stuff, that brings holiness. Why don't you wear shoes the whole way home? And then when you got to the water, you put it on. He says, the whole way, I can see where I'm stepping. I don't need to waste my shoes. When I get to, he's very poor. When he gets to the thing, he, he can't see where he's stepping, he has to put his shoes on. Why did you pick up your clothes when you got to the thorns? If I get a, 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 I get a scratch, my legs will scar, will scab, and it'll be fine. But if I if I rip my clothes, what am I going to do about it? The clothes are ripped. I can't do anything about it. My time, Akimata more lamata nafka debitu the morg mishne. Why is your wife coming out with jewelry on when you come out? Amalu kadesh lo aten anayim yishayachet. When I come to town, there's other ladies there. I don't want to look at other ladies. I want to look at my wife. I used to come out like that. My time, Alul Hibresha. Why did she go into the house first? Why do we come after you? I don't know who you are. Right? He says, it's not, like, not nice to leave his wife outside. If he goes in first, his wife's outside with two, two fellows. He doesn't know who they are. You guys might look like rabbis. Who knows who you are? Why didn't you tell us to come eat? Why didn't you say Fadalu? Right? 
Mishum to learn a fish lifter because I didn't have enough bread. And since I didn't have enough bread, you guys are not going to say yes. And if you don't say yes, I don't want you guys to thank, to feel nicer to me for a sketch. Meaning, he felt like it was dishonest to say Fadalu when the guy, you know the guy's not coming. And now he's going to thank you for inviting him when you really weren't inviting him. That's every Fadalu nowadays, by the way. Everyone says, oh, come Fadalu. That's all, it's all fake. He wouldn't do it. Because I'm only Fadaluing you if you could really come. And if, if I fuddle you and I know you're not coming because you can't come, because I have to come eat from someone who doesn't have enough, so then I'm asking you to, to, be, to, to look up to me for something I was catching. Right. And that's why I wouldn't do it. Okay? Why did the rain come from your wife's side, not your side? Because my wife is in the house. If you have a lift on it, she gives bread to the poor people. I only give money. Bread is better than money because you can eat it right away. Money you have to go buy. And therefore, since my wife gives bread, therefore she has a bigger zechut than me. That's why the rain came from her side. That's one shot. Inami, another shot. Take care. Please don't be late tomorrow night. He says, when there was these bad people in the neighborhood, I prayed they should die. She prayed that they should do Teshuvah. And therefore, they did Teshuvah. And that's why the, the, the clouds came from her side, not my side. Now, I'm sorry? What bread? I don't know if they, first of all, I don't know if they were always as poor as they are now. Maybe that, that during this time was a t- hard time for them. Could be. Uh, that's probably the real answer. Or, or it could be that they have a little bit of bread and they're giving some bread. They don't have enough for all the two rabbis who have their own bread. You're asking because they didn't have enough to give the rabbis. Okay. I missed the part. Oh, I missed him. They asked, why, why did you give the... the uh, why did you give the older one one bread and the young one two breads? One, one was learning all day, the other one was in the house. The one in the house could eat during the day. The one in shul didn't have to, what to eat, so they had to give him more. Okay? Okay, let's go back. There was a guy called Hanan, the hidden guy. He was a grandson of Choni Magal. His mother was Choni's daughter. When they needed rain, they would send the kids to him. So this is years later. Shimon Machetah is probably the time of Hillel or something like that. This is years after Shimon Machetah. They would grab his, his garment. They would say, Daddy, Daddy, give us rain. He would tell Hashem, Do it for these children. They call me, they, they, they don't realize that the difference between me and you, they think I'm Hashem, so do it for them. Why do they call him the hidden Hanan? He was called the hidden one because whenever he would go to the bathroom, he would make sure that nobody, he wouldn't even expose himself ever. He was always very, very sinute. 
Look at the difference between the strong people in Israel and the strong people in Babel. The great one They say, let's get together and make and pray. Maybe I should listen. To keep it out and tell the people of Israel, when they need rain, they would go to the house and say, give my sack. And give me, get grain for Azuz. When they go outside, they would stand in deep place. It says, I call out from the depths. They would stay, stay in a private place. They would come to the sack and pray for mercy. When the mercy would come, when they came home, they would tell them, Do you bring any grain? I'm in a hole of Atemitra. Now the world is relieved. So, therefore, I don't have to, I don't have to bother. But basically, what he was doing was, <coughs> they would do it privately. In Israel, instead of, instead of making a big deal, so everyone sees that the rain came through them, they were more sinut. They would privately go to a place and pray for rain with sackcloth, right? And when the rain would come, they would make it, like, oh, Hashem, it came. Like, like Choni was trying to do, like Abba Chilke was trying to do, with with his uh, going up with his wife, they did also. Okay. We tell another story. Ramani, Ramani is the son from Ezezel. How the kaim mitzayin nafshin the mitzia. He would the, the people that see were messing were messing with him. Eshtetach al kibud avu. He bowed down his father's grave. Amalei Abba Abba. How mitzayli they're bothering me. Yom echad have a kachal One day they were passing him and could kana de susvata, and the the horse the leg of the horse got stuck. Until they agreed not to bother him anymore. This is Ramani. Vitu, another story. Ramani have a sheikh come to Rabbi Yitzchak by the chief. He was by Yitzchak by the chief. Amalei told him, "Atiri debechami kamitzayli." The rich people of my father's household are bothering me. Amar, Leoni, let them get poor. Leoni, they got poor. Amar, he said, "Kadakili." Now they're bothering me. They want me to, to give them money. Amalei, let's just get rich. Vitu, they got rich. Okay. So whatever Ramani would pray to Rabbi Yitzchak the would work. Amar, I don't like my wife. Amar, Mashmeh, what's her name? Amar, Chana, he told him, his wife is Chana. Let her be beautiful. She became beautiful. Amar, Kamagad, she's too much for me. Amar, let her turn to be plain. And then, she became plain. So Rashi says, when she got too, she got too pretty, she wasn't being nice to him. Okay. We're going to stop over here on the bottom page. Hadi Tretamidi to have a Kameh to Rabbi Yitzchak Ba'yashim. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.